CA. Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Stats Can says Saskatchewan farmers intend to seed a record acreage to canola and soybeans this spring. The March survey shows a record 12.3 million acres to canola in Saskatchewan, a rise of 10.6% from last year. Soybean acreage will triple to 730,000 acres. Spring wheat will jump 9%, while Durham acreage will decline almost 19%. The area seeded to lentils will drop 26% after last year's record acreage. Oats is up almost 30%, while barley declines 9%. Flax jumps 22%, and mustard drops 27% in the March seeding survey by StatsCan. Ken Ball is a broker with PI Financial in Winnipeg. He says there were a few surprises. The intentions number can always uh, juggle things around a bit different than people think. And I, I didn't have a lot of feedback from my clients about, eight, about big acreage shifts this year, so we just weren't too sure what to expect going in. But the canola acres number is pretty high, uh, up $2 million from last year uh, projected. So that's uh, a bit more than expected. Uh, and it did have a bit of an impact in canola briefly anyway. They, they, there's been a lot of profit for traders holding long positions in canola coming into the report. So it triggered a little bit of a profit-taking sell-off, but, but canola has quickly recovered. Uh, and the spring wheat number, Durham was expected to be down, but spring wheat uh, is up at 1.26 million. That that even attracted the attention of the U.S. traders. Wheat, wheat has been under some pressure today, and U.S. traders are talking about that number. They were kind of expecting our spring wheat acres to be more unchanged to lower, you know, the non-Durham acres, and, and they, their forecast to be up. So that did catch them a bit by surprise. Stats Can says Canadian farmers intend to seed a record 7 million acres of soybeans, up 27% from 2016. Canada, you know, is growing more and more soybeans all the time, but we're still very small compared to the U.S., but soybean acres up 1.5 million from last year. That number also attracted the attention of U.S. traders since they're expecting a large increase in soybean acres uh, already in the U.S., and if you tack on another million and a half in Canada, could have a little bit of an impact in, in a heavily, heavily oversupplied market. Manitoba is showing the largest expected increase in soybeans, up 34% to 2.2 million acres. Paul says it's simple economics, leading growers to plant more oil seeds this year. Oil seeds have offered some good pricing opportunities over the last six months to lock in. Uh, certainly we had some, some luscious bean prices available to growers in Canada uh, you know, all through the winter and into the early spring, early, early part of spring. Uh, prices have fallen off now, but certainly there's been superb opportunities to lock in excellent prices. And canola, too, has, has offered prices. And I think it's the canola outlook. I mean, the only commodity out there where we have an actual tight outlook, where it looks like we're headed for some very tight supplies, is canola. It's the one that, and and of course that sets up the potential where even minor problems with the 2017 crop could trigger some sharp market reactions and and keep prices pretty strong. So it it is that situation is, is going to attract some attention from growers. Oat acreage is also expected to increase over 20%. This is on a national basis to 3.4 million acres. Lentil acreage is expected to decline over 25% to 4.3 million acres from 5.8 million last year. Ball says he doesn't expect growers to deviate too much from what they indicated when they completed this survey. This survey would have been done probably just towards the end of March into the first few days of April. And they, most growers would have a pretty good idea because they've got to get their, their input set. But this is a year because of the situation last year, especially with all the acres left out, a lot of late fall field work never got done in many areas. 
that they may have been a little less you know, certain about what they were going to plant this year, perhaps. But it is just an intentions report, and certainly there is always room for some juggling around. Most growers do have some acres that they keep as swing acres where they can they can make decisions late on and move them around uh, later in the, in, the, in the spring. So there, there's always room for a little juggling around, and, and uh, you know, the surveys are reasonably accurate, but there's always room for survey error as well. Ken Ball is a broker with PI Financial in Winnipeg. He was commenting on the Stats Can Seeding Intentions report released this morning. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. The Provincial Crops Analyst says seeding has started in a few small pockets in southern Saskatchewan. Shannon Friesen says seeding has started, while some farmers still have to wrap up the 2016 harvest. There has been a bit of it. Some producers were lucky enough to actually be able to take off some crop even in December, January, February. And we have heard reports of some producers being out there trying to combine. Of course, with this recent rain and fog and snow, uh, things have been delayed as well. We went into winter with 1.3 million acres estimated to be harvested. What are we at now? We are estimating probably about a a million acres still left out there. It's been very hard to try and numerize that. Certainly, every area of the province has a little bit out there, particularly in the West Central region as well. And how has the harvest turned out so far? So far, I think it's been better than expected. Um, of course, a lot of the green has been very tough, uh, very damp coming off. Uh, we've heard some reports, of course, of wildlife damage, mice damage, things like that. But overall, I think it has been better than we thought. So mice have been a key problem? Yes, they have, especially in the West Central region, mostly because there was just so much grain left out over winter and the mice came in, they were protected, there was lots of food. Uh, so certainly we have heard reports of, as combines are going into the field, mice have been scattering. When do you expect them to finish up? Hopefully as soon as they can. Uh, certainly a lot of areas are still dealing with wet fields, a lot of mud out there as well. So hopefully they're able to get out into the field as soon as they can, but only time will tell. So it could take weeks yet? It could take weeks, absolutely. When do you see seeding starting? For the most part, we've heard reports of some producers already seeding, particularly in the southwest corner, and there are thoughts in the southeast corner in the next couple of days. But generally, seeding will likely not happen for at least another week or more. So what crops are going in? Pulses at the moment certainly will be some of the first crops that will go in. Canola acres will probably be up this year, uh, mostly due to good prices. And of course, canola can handle a lot of moisture issues. Cereals will be probably about the same, uh, but we will see some decrease in durum. Of course, we had a lot of issues with, with uh, fusarium head blight last year, so acres will be down. What other main crops do you see as having increases? Mostly canola, uh, but we may see uh, some increases in crops such as oats and barley, simply because those are earlier maturing. And of course, as harvest happens and seeding happens, some of those acres may not be seeded until later on. Do you think farmers will do seeding and then wrap up their harvest, or they'll want to get that harvest done? You know, it'll really depend where you are and likely what fields are tied up. So I think as much as we want to harvest, we also have to keep in mind that seeding has to happen as well. So in some cases, it will be a tough decision as to whether you're going to harvest first and then seed or seed and then harvest. Uh, but I think what fields you are able to get into will be seeded first. And I think a lot of producers will go back and try to combine some of those difficult fields later on. But ruts and mud, of course, is a big issue. Absolutely. It's been very wet. Our weather conditions aren't exactly ideal at the moment. It's still cool. It's still freezing at night. But of course, it's still only April 20th, uh, so there's lots of time to get back into the field this year. Shannon Friesen is the Provincial Crops Analyst for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture.
Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley is highlighting efforts to expand agriculture research in Canada. McCauley says the federal government is planning to invest $70 million over six years to further support agricultural discovery, science and innovation. He says the focus of the research will be on emerging priorities like climate change and soil and water conservation. McCauley says the investment builds on last year's six-year commitment to spend $30 million to reduce biological threats to agriculture. He says these combined investments of $100 million will improve the competitiveness of the agriculture sector. The federal government has set a target of at least $75 billion in agri-food exports a year by the year 2025. Canada is the fifth largest exporter of agriculture and food products in the world. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell 90 cents at $500.30. Oats went down $2.30 at $156.65. Number one red spring wheat fell $1.23 at $228.79. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $267.46. Feed barley, $122.03. Flax, $479.02. Yellow peas, $321. Feed wheat, one thirty-six forty-eight on Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning. May wheat was down one and three quarter cents at five twenty-five and a quarter a bomb. The livestock report on the source six twenty CKRM. And now the latest livestock report. This is a market report for the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction for the week of April twentieth. We didn't have a sale in the Cinnaboy this week. It was Weyburn's turn. At uh, that sale, we sold close to twenty-one hundred head of cattle. D one and two cows sold between. 95 cents and a dollar 15. D3 cows, 80 to 95 cents. Good butcher bulls, 60 of them, sold between a dollar 20 and a dollar 40. Uh, steer calves, got 450 to 500 pounds average, two dollars and 28 cents, sold up to 247. 500 to 550 pounds steer calves average, two dollars and 22 cents, sold up to 244. 550 to 600 pounds steers average, 219, sold up to 234. And 600 to 650 pounds steers average 214, sold up to 226. And 650 to 700 pounds steers average 2 dollars and one cent, sold up to 218. 7 to 800 pounds steers average a dollar 92, and sold up to 2 dollars and eight cents. And 8 to 900 pounds steers average a dollar 80, sold up to a dollar 90. Heifers for the most part are about 20, 25 cents back. Good replacement heifers bring around 1,300 dollars apiece. This has been. Roy Rutledge reporting. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,500 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 141 to 143 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 4,500 heads, selling in a range of 140 to 142 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, April 21st are SIG 3, 135.28, SIG 4, 151.43, SIG 5, 143.36, Cash 141.86, Britco 138.79, Thunder Creek 147.85, and High Life 149.06. Ham's marketing cash hog market today was down 96 cents per CKG, while fixed forward prices compared to the previous day opened lower this morning. Today's Canadian dollar is down with the noon exchange rate at 1.3503. A response to the weaker wholesale U.S. pork price is a sharp increase in weekly pork exports and will hopefully provide some price stability. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. Thank you, Jimmy. Good afternoon, Jamie Lewis in Assiniboia, Nelson GM. Final day, if you want to get a ticket, be in for the early bird draw for the Assiniboia Spring Fever Lotto tomorrow. We are talking for 
Uh, big draw, seven-day Alaskan cruise for two or $5,000 cash, and that's the tip of the iceberg. On May 28th, we'll make all the draws, and when it's all said and done, we will have given away more than 230000 in cash and prizes, and that does not include the 50-50, which has topped the $103,000 mark. Tickets are going very quickly today. The phone's been ringing off the hook, as they always do whenever there's a big draw like we have tomorrow, because it means a deadline.